Hello and welcome to the Jack Reacher Review. I'm Jamie Emerson and this is one of our review podcasts. Before I start, I'd just like to um, fill you in on a few of the upcoming projects for the Jack Reacher Review. So, to learn more about all things related to the Jack Reacher Review, visit our website www.jackreacherreview.com and you'll find news, you'll find views, you'll find reviews. All things Jack Reacher will be on there. One of our upcoming podcast projects is a deep dive. We're going all in. We're going all out into Killing Floor. That's a special look at the, where it all began. The first Lee Child Jack Reacher novel, Killing Floor. And for that, I'll be joined with my uh, Jack Reacher review partner, Paul Ramshaw. Paul and me were also working on a couple of other ideas about podcasts. We're looking at doing a kind of Jack Reacher lifestyle episode where we try to live like Jack Reacher. We're looking at going to the University of East Anglia um, archive where they've got Lee Child's collection. His notes, his sketches, his outlines, his letters, all related to Jack Reacher. So we're hoping to do an episode where we visit that archive and speak to some of the people down there. However, in the meantime, please enjoy this review of the most recent Jack Reacher thriller, 2018's Past Tense. Past Tense is a triumph. To me, it's a triumphant return to the Reacher that I know and love. Now, I must admit that with a long-running series like this, I see these books in context. I know they're written, so you can read them in any order, but I do approach these books as part of a series, and it's a long series at this point. So, to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed by The Midnight Line. I think maybe I was too harsh on it immediately after I read it. And I think now, looking back, I appreciate its good qualities. I appreciate its sombre tone, It's a quiet book. It's a very mature book. And I know that Lee Child was, you know, 40 years old when he started writing the Jack Reaches, and now he's in his 60s, and it's clearly the work of an older man. But The Midnight Line, for me, it didn't have enough momentum. It didn't have enough intrigue and questions to carry it into its third act. So, to me, it felt a bit like a damp squib at the end. Past Tense absolutely does not suffer from that problem. Past Tense, its final act, is one of the all-time best in the series. It's one of the all-time best in any thriller that I've ever read. It's an absolutely bravo performance from Lee Child in that final act. It's super gripping. It's on a sweeping scale. And if the final act of The Midnight Line was quite muted, Past Tense, it's technical. It's widescreen cinemascope action and one of the reasons that the final act is so effective is it's not just Reacher involved in it there's two other characters who are central to the action and that's um, a woman and a man from Canada called Patty and Shorty Patty is a sawmill worker Shorty is a potato farmer they're both in their mid-twenties they're a couple and basically they are heading from Canada towards Florida 
and their aim is to basically start a new life in Florida. They want to open their own business, maybe water sports, um, maybe some t-shirts on the side. That's their dream. And they're carrying with them a kind of precious cargo, and it's a mystery cargo. And they're going to sell the mystery cargo in New York with the aim of earning enough money to then take them to Florida to start the new life. And they're just inherently sympathetic characters. They're underdogs, and you're rooting for them all the way through the book. So it's all the more horrendous when they are pulled into sinister, mysterious trouble as they're on their way towards New York. They're driving a beaten-up old Honda car, and it's got engine problems. And the engine problems cause it and them to find a motel near a town called Laconia. And it just so happens that Jack Reacher is also in Laconia. He's he's nearby. He's about 20 kilometers away. He's in Laconia. They're in the sort of outskirts of the town. And I mean Patty and Shorty, it's like it's like the start of a Scooby-Doo episode. It's like they're in the mystery mobile and the mystery mobile breaks down outside of a spooky old house. In this case it's a, a strangely new modern motel run by some odd young men and pretty soon some sinister goings on start going down and you're kind of constantly worried about these two characters what's going on is drip fed expertly by Lee Child and you get a small hint and a small hint and a small hint and the actual final revelation about what's going on and what they've become involved in is left until just before that final act. And it's absolutely 100% effective. You're absolutely gripped by their story. Now, at the same time, Jack Reacher, as I said, he's nearby in a town called Laconia. And Reacher, he's doing a very Reachery thing that actually he's already done before. In the book Nothing to Lose... We'll get a review of that on here soon. In Nothing to Lose, Reacher's decided to go diagonally across the United States from the northeast to the southwest with the name of getting to, like, San Diego in time for winter. And he's basically doing it. He's doing the same thing here. He doesn't get very far, though, because he comes across a sign for a town called Laconia, and his dad came from Laconia. So his interest's piqued. He decides to go there... And do a bit of rooting around, do a bit of a who do you think you are for Jack Reacher, and he's going to find out a little bit more about his father and his father's side of the family, because he doesn't really know very much about him. Um, Stan Reacher was his dad's name. Apart from his birthday, which his dad seemed to kind of confuse from time to time, he doesn't know a great deal about him other than he came from Laconia. So, Reacher's faced with the road sign, he decides to go towards Laconia and, and see if he can find out anything about his family's roots. He goes there, he starts rooting about in, like, the census for around the time when his dad was growing up, and there's no mention of a Stan Reacher on the census, and then a little bit later, a mention of Stan Reacher does come up, and it's related to a crime. So you get Reacher with a lot of intriguing questions about his family, while at the same time you get Patty and Shorty with a kind of imminent sense of danger in their weird motel. And 
if there's one drawback to past tense, it's that. It's the fact that at times it's like you've got two parallel stories. You're waiting for them to intersect. When they do intersect, it's okay. It's not bad. The book that past tense most reminds us of is The Enemy. And The Enemy's a much older book, um, I think written in the sort of late 90s, maybe early 2000s. And in that, it's a, it's a prequel, it's a flashback to when Reacher was an MP, a military policeman. And in that, he's kind of looking in to some crimes, but he's also looking into his mother's past. Because his mother, um, a French lady called Josephine, she's living in Paris and she's dying. And Reacher... One thing leads to another, and he gets to learn more about what his mother did when she was growing up. And a problem that that book had was there was very much just two separate storylines. They were both interesting, but Reacher had to sort of spend some time doing one and then spend some time doing the other. So he would be on these military bases in the US, and then he'd fly over to Paris for a few days, and then he'd fly back. And it wasn't particularly satisfying. It felt like you were reading two sort of separate stories that had been welded together. This one is better. The stories do intersect. And they are, at least geographically, close. You get proximity geographically. You also do eventually get some proximity related to the characters, which I won't spoil. But the intersection between the two stories, it's good. It's not great. It's not as good as, for example, um, Make Me. Make Me, one of my favourite reaches. Everything that happens is connected to one central story. This one is more like two that come together. However, when they come together, the aftermath is fantastic. Maybe the best final act, page for page, of any reacher. It's wonderful. And partly it's wonderful because of the, the sympathy and the goodwill that you've built up for Patty and Shorty, and you're just hoping beyond hope that Reacher gets to them in time. So the Reacher side of the story, him learning more about his dad, some Reacher fans will dig that. They'll really be into that. It fills in some of the blanks about Reacher's past um, and his father's past, and it's intriguing enough to keep you going while you're waiting for him to come across Patty and Shorty. That's saved for late in the book, but it's very satisfying when it does happen. And Lee Child, I feel he's, he's done enough, he's done just enough in the first two acts to really get you to that final set-piece battle that absolutely carries the book to a kind of rage and climax. I give this book three stars.